0: Hard work doesn't win championships. I'm your host, Nicole Burnett, and today we're tackling a topic that is ingrained in the ethos of athletic achievement and the ethos of Western sports. The belief that hard work inevitably leads to championship glory. Oh, I'm sure you've heard phrases like hard work pays off and no pain, no gain. (laughs) All right. These mantras just permeate our pre-run pep talks or just the tack room speeches. They're on motivational posters. It's in our collective psyche as, you know, athletes and writers worldwide. From the grassroots level to the professional arena, the idea is that success is directly proportional to your dedication and effort. But what if I told you this narrative isn't always this whole story? What if the relentless pursuit of excellence through sheer hard work doesn't always guarantee the ultimate prize? Today, we are here to explore the complexities of achievement and challenge the assumption that hard work alone is your golden ticket to championship glory. Join me as we unpack the myths, realities, and nuances behind the notion that hard work is enough to win championship. So strap in, we're about to embark on a journey that may just challenge everything you thought you knew about success in the saddle. Mm Join me each week to develop a show ready mindset and gain the competitive edge you need to compete with confidence. I have a friend and she wasn't happy with her results. She's been riding for decades. She's very handy. She's switched horses, switched trainers, but just isn't seeing the results in the Chopin that she wants and that she could absolutely achieve. She's a good writer. Well, in her new training program, she's lessening twice a week. Her trainer's writing three times a week. She thought to go ask all the other writers she knows how often they're writing. So she went and asked five to 10 other folks how many days a week are they writing? They all said five days a week. So her grand plan for world nomination was to ride five days a week. Seems reasonable, no? Well, it's entirely misdirected. As writers, we want to emulate those who have found success. And I absolutely support that. But the thing is, you don't always observe the important details of what someone is actually doing that's driving their success. Imagine an iceberg and you only see the tip, not the submerged base. Because if you ask a winner how many days a week they ride, they'll probably tell you five. But how many losers are also riding five days a week? Most of them. Hard work is not enough. Okay, we are going to get into the myth of hard work. We're going to talk about talent versus hard work. We're going to talk about the importance of strategy and opportunity. We are going to get into mental toughness and resilience and confidence. So let's dive in, okay? So part one, the myth of hard work. All right, when it comes to success, and this is success in sports, in the saddle, the prevailing belief is often centered around this idea that hard work alone is the magic formula. And from the moment you step into the arena, and this is very much broadly athletics as well. So from the moment any athlete steps onto the field, the court, the track, they're bombarded with the message that dedication, sweat, relentless effort are the pathways to victory. And we get the same messages as writers. This narrative is reinforced by our coaches, mentors, our pundits, it creates an almost romanticized notion that those who work the hardest will inevitably rise to the top. Yet, reality often tells a different story. Despite pouring their hearts and souls into their craft, many athletes find themselves falling short of championship glory, There are countless athletes who have dedicated their lives to perfecting their skills, only to be thwarted by factors beyond their control. I do not claim to be a football fan, but I will use this example. (laughs) So one example is Dan Marino. He's legendary quarterback in the NFL, and despite his unparalleled work ethic and record setting performances, he never won a Super Bowl. Year after year, he led his team to the playoffs only to come up short. And this is a poignant reminder that hard work alone is not always enough to secure the ultimate prize. Similarly, there was the case of Charles Barkley, a basketball icon who is renowned for his tenacity and dedication to the game. Throughout his illustrious career, Barkley had Numerous accolades he won MVP awards all-star selections however despite his best efforts he never won an NBA championship Barkley's story underscores the harsh reality that even the most determined athletes can be denied the sweet taste of championship glory and i don't mean to bring you down here these examples are poignant reminders that while hard work is undeniably important it is not always sufficient to guarantee success in sports. And there are so many examples of this with riders as well. I'm sure you know that there are so many people local to wherever you are of people who work their butts off, people who ride day in and day out, who are great riders. They are working so hard, but it's not enough to just work hard despite their tireless efforts and unwavering commitment, you can fall short of the ultimate goal. And this highlights the limitations of the hard work pays off narrative. As we delve deeper into the complexities of athletic achievement and achievement as writers, it becomes increasingly clear that the equation for success is far more nuanced than simply putting in the hours. So, I want to just transition here into talking about talent versus hard work. And in the realm of any sort of, you know, skill-based sport here like writing, the debate between talent and hard work is perennial. While hard work is often heralded as the great equalizer, the undeniable truth is that talent plays a significant role in determining success on the field, the court, the track, in the arena. And when it comes to talent in the arena, this goes for talent of the rider and it goes for talent of the horse. I have personally ridden <laughs> a sufficient variety of horses to know that the athletic ability of the horse is, it does play a part. Okay. And some horses have a natural talent for certain things, or they're more skilled at one thing than another. And that is a part of it. All right. So we have talent of the horse and the rider. And when we talk about both, some athletes are going to be blessed with innate abilities that set them apart. Again, we have both the horse and the rider, and some athletes are going to have these innate abilities that set them apart Allowing them to excel with seemingly minimal effort. And for a non riding example here, I don't know if you've heard of Usain Bolt, the fastest man in history. So, from a young age, Bolt's extraordinary speed was evident. And this really propelled him to just unprecedented success on the track. And while Bolt undoubtedly trained diligently to hone his skills, his natural talent for sprinting laid the foundation for his unparalleled achievements. Bolt's effortless dominance on the track serves as a stark reminder of the power of innate ability in shaping athletic success. And to talk about that, how it applies to horses, I rode a lot of Arabs actually when I was a kid. And that was very in vogue. I switched to quarter horses as an adult. And oh my gosh, the first time I had the honor of riding a reiner, holy cow, it's amazing just that like that innate ability, the way those horses were just bred to just stop, blew my mind. Like it just blew my mind. They were just, whew, That is absolutely a part of that breeding, really, is part of their innate ability to have success in reigning. They come out of the womb like (laughs) pre installed, and you just got to figure out their buttons. Okay. So, on the other hand, though, there are countless examples of athletes who've achieved greatness through sheer hard work and determination, despite lacking the raw talent of their counterparts. These individuals are the epitome of perseverance, just grinding day in and day out to maximize their potential and defy the odds stacked against him. One example that came up for this actually is, surprisingly, Michael Jordan, where you know he's widely regarded as the greatest basketball player of all time. If you deeply follow basketball, don't come for me if you're, I don't know, a Kobe fan. Okay. Michael Jordan's journey to greatness, this was marked by relentless dedication. He had an unwavering commitment to excellence. And so despite facing setbacks and obstacles along the way, his unparalleled work ethic propelled him just to these unprecedented heights in the NBA. And his story serves as a testament to the transformative power of hard work in overcoming limitations. However, For every Michael Jordan, there are countless athletes who toll tirelessly in pursuit of their dreams only to fall short of reaching the pinnacle of their sport. These individuals embody the harsh reality that hard work alone is not always enough to bridge the gap between talent and success. Despite their best efforts, they might find themselves outmatched by opponents, blessed with natural gifts beyond their control. Hey, peeps. It's Nicole here, and I'm here for a quick reminder to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for your support. It means so much. Also, I would really appreciate it if you would please take a moment and just scroll down, rate this podcast five stars, leave a little comment with a takeaway from this episode. It really helps out the podcast, and I really appreciate it. And go ahead and share it on social media. Thanks so much, guys keep listening. It's tough. And as we navigate the complex interplay between talent and hard work, it becomes clear that success is often a delicate balance between innate ability and relentless determination. And while talent may provide a head start, it's the tireless pursuit of excellence that ultimately separates the champions from the rest. In the pursuit of greatness Talent and hard work are both indispensable allies, and they each contribute to achievement. I had a trainer, and it was so catchy. i remembered this for <laughs> decades. She said that talent beats hard work, but hard work beats talent if talent doesn't work. So I always want to make sure I say that straight. <laughs> and so hard work beats talent if talent doesn't work. Maybe you think, gosh, Nicole, have you covered everything? Ha ha ha. Of course not. This is the setup. This is what we talk about in terms of the obvious things to talk about. We're going to talk about hard work. We're going to talk about talent. But what have we not talked about? Well, there are a couple of things we haven't talked about. First thing we're going to talk about, the non-obvious answers here, is the importance of strategy and opportunity. So life is unpredictable. At least it sure can be <laughs> with horses, all right? So success often hinges not only on hard work and talent, but also on strategic planning and seizing opportunities when they arise. So dedication and skill are undeniably important, but your ability to craft an effective game plan and capitalize on favorable circumstances, this can make all the difference between victory and defeat this is not just about the strength of a rider's bond with their horse or the intensity of a training regimen. Success can hinge on strategic planning and seizing opportunities when they arrive. So let's take a look at, for example, pick a year of the NRHA for Charity. This is a prestigious competition. You've got riders from across the country who converge to showcase their skills in this fast-paced, intricate discipline of reigning. And so hard work and dedication are prerequisites for competing at this level, but it's the riders who have a keen understanding of strategy and timing who are going to emerge victorious. So if you've ever done A pre run plan. For example, it's knowing what are your horse's strengths? Where do you need to push your horse? Where do you need to rein it in? Because there's stiff competition across the board. Okay. It's knowing how do you craft a plan? And even beyond that, what is your strategy? What is your overall strategy for training, for conditioning, for preparation, for competition? Having a strategy it's a requisite. As you you know, and in in reigning, you have this series of intricate maneuvers and you have to flawlessly time them to highlight your horse's strengths, minimize any potential weaknesses. So in the end here, this isn't just hard work or talent that propels you to victory. It is also, there's some strategic brilliance and your ability to seize the moment under pressure. The other thing is that you're going to have some fleeting opportunities during a run. You could be maneuvering through a tight set of spins, executing a flawless sliding stop. So for that, for example, you'd have to read the ground, have a good setup, all of that. And so that has to do with strategy. How far down the pen do you run your horse before you ask for that stop? All of these are strategic level. This is not just raw talent. This is not just hard work. That's a strategic level. Decision of how far down the pen do you run before you ask for a stop? So, whatever maneuver you're doing here, champions are adept at recognizing and exploiting a moment of opportunity to their advantage. And these are just split second decisions that can make all the difference between victory and defeat because point spread of, you know, the first place and anybody else in reigning is often half a point. In barrel racing, we're talking hundreds of a second. These are split-second decisions that make all the difference. I hope I am making it clear here that championships are not won solely through brute force or raw talent. I am sure I'm not the only one who has had the misfortune of (laughs) seeing a very skilled rider maximize the number of points that a horse gets out of a run or seeing a less skilled rider not bring forth the potential that a horse has within. So the winning here, the having a good run, because yeah, it's partly about the winning, but it's also partly about having an amazing run because that euphoric feeling you feel when you just become one with your horse and you have an amazing run is such a high. It's incredible. And this is not just brute force or raw talent. This is careful planning strategic execution, and the ability to capitalize on a fleeting moment of opportunity. You have to be able to master the art of strategic thinking and seize the moment, okay, to be able to ride into that winner's circle. And so this is the segue where we're going to talk about mental side beyond just strategy. We're going to talk about some, touch on mental toughness, resilience, confidence, and Part of the mental side here is the bond between horse and rider. Rider has to trust their horse, horse has to trust their rider. You know, you're not going to have peak performance if you don't have that relationship with your horse. Mental toughness, resilience, and confidence, these are indispensable attributes that often make the difference between victory and defeat. Like I've said, physical skill. Training. These are vital components of success, but it's the rider's ability to weather storms of adversity and bounce back stronger that truly sets champions apart. Consider the story of Fallon Taylor, a star in the world of barrel racing. She's had numerous setbacks and challenges throughout her journey, but Fallon's unwavering mental toughness and resilience have propelled her to the upper echelons of the sport. She broke her neck and came back to win world champion at the NFR. From battling injuries to navigating the highs and lows of competition, Fallon's refused to let adversity define her. Instead, she's embraced each obstacle as an opportunity for growth, channeling her inner strength and determination to overcome seemingly insurmountable odds. And also as Western writers, you probably haven't heard of this guy, but I call him, he's like the Fallon Taylor of the English world, Nick Skelton. Nick Skelton is incredible. He helped Team Great Britain win Team Jumping Gold at London 2012 on his sixth Olympic appearance. He was selected for Rio 2016, but this was after a serious neck injury. And so it's incredible. Like Val Taylor, he came back from a serious neck injury and won an Olympic gold medal. This mental side of competition where confidence plays a pivotal role in the success of riders. And this empowers riders to push past your comfort zone and perform at your peak under pressure. So with both of these world-level athletes here, both an English rider and a Western rider, <laughs> despite facing fierce competition and daunting challenges, they're unshakable confidence in their abilities allowed them to come back with just determination and poise. And this mental fortitude and resilience displayed by Western writers, this extends beyond the arena. This shapes your approach to training and preparation. So from early morning practice sessions to late night barn chores, champions are forged through the crucible of hard work and dedication. However, it is their ability to maintain focus and composure in the face of adversity that ultimately separates the best from the rest. So as we reflect on the importance of mental toughness, of resilience, and confidence in Western writing, it becomes evident that championships are not won solely through physical prowess or technical skill. Instead, they are the result of an indomitable spirit and an unwavering belief in yourself and your abilities in the unpredictable and exhilarating world of life with horses. It is those who possess the mental fortitude to overcome obstacles and the confidence to ride with unwavering conviction who emerge victorious in the end. As we come to the end of this episode, let's reflect on key insights that we've explored regarding this relationship between hard work and championship success in horse sports. So throughout this discussion, we've challenged the commonly held belief that hard work alone is the golden ticket to victory. And instead, we've uncovered the multifaceted nature of achievement we've seen how the myth of hard work can sometimes overshadow the reality that success in the saddle is often influenced by factors beyond sheer effort. From the role of innate talent to the significance of strategic planning and seizing opportunities, we've explored the complexities that shape champions in the world of horse sports. By highlighting examples from some various disciplines and even outside horses, we've witnessed the importance of mental toughness, resilience, and confidence in overcoming adversity and achieving greatness. These attributes, along with hard work, form the foundation upon which champions are built. So as we wrap up, I encourage you to reconsider your beliefs about the relationship between hard work and championship success. While hard work is undoubtedly essential, it's not the sole determinant of success in the saddle. Instead, it's a combination of talent, strategy, opportunity, mental fortitude, and confidence that ultimately propel riders to the pinnacle. Whether you're a competitor, a fan, or simply someone who appreciates the beauty of horses. May this episode serve as a reminder that success in the saddle is a nuanced journey and it's shaped by a myriad of factors. So keep striving, keep pushing your limits, but also remember to just embrace the full spectrum of experience that life with horses has to offer. Thank you for tuning in and thank you so much to all of you who send me messages. It truly brings a smile to my face and fills my heart when I hear just a kind word from you, when I get a DM, when I get a message about, hey, this podcast is really helping or I love when you share it on social media and say, hey, I'm listening. Hey, it's making a difference for me. It's making a difference for my horse. You guys and your horses, You're the reason I do this. And so thank you so much for sharing the podcast with your friends. Thank you for tuning in and being here. And until next time, happy trails. Hey there, friends. Nicole here. And I want to start by saying a huge thank you to all of you readers and subscribers of the Resilient Rainer newsletter and podcast. I am truly honored and grateful for the thousands of you who make up this amazing community. For those of you who love Resilient Rainer and have been asking for more, and for those of you who have been wondering how you can support me to do more of this work, I've got good news for you. Introducing Resilient Rainer Premium. This will give you more of the newsletter and podcast you love. As a Resilient Rainer Premium newsletter subscriber, you'll get additional exclusive newsletter episodes and podcasts just for Resilient Rainer Premium. Don't worry. I'll still be putting out free weekly newsletters and podcasts filled with mental coaching goodness for writers. For those of you begging for more, now you've got it. Just click the link in the show notes to sign up. Easy peasy. Also, guys, I am gearing up to launch the mental gym late spring, but before the mental gym opens up again, I am so excited about Resilient Rainer Academy because I get so many questions about confidence as a writer. I think this is just one of the biggest blocks that I see that writers run into that is blocking them from leveling up and really unlocking their true potential in the saddle. So, because I want to give you guys as much as I can, I have been creating this amazing course that I am going to drop in the next month here, all about confidence for writers. So in the mental gym, we go over everything and it's live coaching. We get into the details of you and your force and your mind and this course is going to be pre-recorded so you can go through it completely on your schedule and we are going to get into the nitty-gritty of how to build your confidence as a writer. I'm talking literally I take you step by step with at-home exercises and homework for you to do of like Here's what you need to do before your ride. Here's what you need to do after your ride. And I hold your hand and I will teach you to be a confident rider. And just so much more than I can get into in any free training or even in the mental gym because we cover so much. So I just really wanted to create this resource for you guys, for you riders of like, let me hold your hand and take you down the trail here. I will teach you to be a confident rider. So if you're interested in this, I'm Putting up a wait list so you can be first notified as soon as it goes live, resilientraineracademy.com. You can get on the wait list, and I'm going to put it in the show notes, okay? I am just so excited to give this to you guys because I can't wait to see the improvement and the amazing impacts it's going to have for you and your horses. So anyway, sending you guys all of my love, happy trails, and go ride your horse.